This episode addresses a challenge that hits most of us. I've experienced it for the last eight weeks, and that is, it's hard to dream during chaos. Things happen in life, and and part of our model, of course, recognizes that we have to label our limitations. Limitations are going to happen. Some are desired limitations to our dreams, and so many are undesired. But sometimes in life, we just wind up in chaos. And that's what I want to talk about today and share my experiences so that you may be able, who are going through it at whatever point you are experiencing chaos, to recognize it's okay. You're going to make it. Don't let it get you down. First, some backstory. I'll be up front. I have not posted a podcast. I haven't recorded a podcast for about six weeks, six or seven weeks. The the three podcasts that precede this, I did today. I did three podcasts. I'm doing a fourth one right now because my life has been in chaos ever since I returned from our trip to Europe. And, and I want to share just a little bit about that so that you understand that this isn't unique. I know that there are many of you out there who have had similar situations and even worse. But in the eight weeks since I came back from Europe, my wife has had knee replacement surgery. She's been in the emergency room twice after her surgery for completely unrelated issues. On January 4th, as I was on my way to a family reunion that I was in charge of this year, my daughter called me to tell that they had found a leak in our bathroom, the master bathroom, leaking down to the downstairs shower, which was her bathroom. And ever since June, our house has been torn up. We had three bathrooms that were now down to one. We could use our shower a little bit, but then it was completely out of touch for two weeks. Our daughter couldn't use her shower at all. We had, uh, of the three toilets in the house, only two of them, two of them were off limits and one of them worked. And there are four of us. And so we had four of us on the one toilet, which doesn't sound so bad. But then on top of that, My son and his children came and visited from Florida, and they spent three weeks with us. And as I said, I love this family. They're full of energy. They are full of enthusiasm. And it was so much fun to be with my grandchildren, with my son and his family. During the time that they were here, they attended a family reunion on her mother's or her family's side on her grandfather's side. We did a family reunion for all of my children and their posterity while we were here. We had the our children living with us. The, there were eight of them, so we now have 12 of us trying to use one bathroom. And just full of, and the children, our grandchildren in this family range from age 15 at the top to three at the bottom. In fact, he had his, his third birthday while he was here with us. And it was, it was chaos. Our, our, we had workmen in the house for two weeks straight and they were working in our bathroom and the bathroom downstairs, which meant I didn't get a nap. My wife didn't get a nap. She's recuperating from surgery. We're just, it's been chaos. And that chaos 
affected my mental ability. It 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 truly affected and and I was just struggling to keep my nose above the waterline. I, I've talked about this to a lot of people, and, and we talk about putting your hand where the waterline is. And if it's under your nose or it's under your chin, it's easier to breathe. But when the waterline is over your eyes, it's hard to breathe. It's hard to think. It's hard to process things. And that's what I ran into between the the different events in our family, the torn-up house, the children being there, the, the extended family, I have been living in chaos. All of my traditional things that I do were just thrown up in the air, and it was 52-card pickup. And quite honestly, during that time, I found myself saying I didn't I wasn't motivated to do a podcast, so I wasn't recording podcasts. And not only that, it was hard to record a podcast because I had workmen hammering and chiseling and tearing up tile and taking out showers and and putting them back in. So I couldn't find the, the quiet to be able to do these podcasts physically, but I also couldn't find the mental quiet. And during this time, I... I because I was in chaos, I wasn't depressed. That what was interesting. I wasn't depressed, but I was confused. I was not able to process the way I usually process. And in that, those moments of, of lack of control in my life, all the doubts came. All of the, the the reasons why what I'm doing to try and help people let their dreams work, the 12,000 dreams concept, just all the doubts about that came crashing in. I found myself saying, is it worth what I'm doing? Is, is, is any of this really affecting anybody? Is anybody being helped by this? Because I feel like and, and so many people, I know you share this, you're putting things out into the ether, you're putting things out into the world, and you're not getting responses. And when you're getting the responses, many times they're not what you want. Recognize that it is normal. It is hard to dream during chaos. Maslow discussed it in his hierarchy of needs. When the more basic needs are not being met, you cannot function on the higher needs. And when your housing is torn up, when your peace and serenity is torn up, when you are going through trials, that is not the time to make major decisions. It's the time to heal. And when you can label that limitation and you can say, my limitation right now is I am not in a place to be able to think higher than this because these basic needs are not being met and I have to meet those before I can move to higher needs. That's a reality. And that's why so many people who think you have to push through those times, you have to keep pushing. And, and yes, 
yes, you need to stick with things. I, I forgot to say that during this time, one of the parts that added to the chaos is a dear, very dear friend who'd been having health problems for 10 years died. And he left a widow and two children ages 16 and 12. I, in that process, you look and you say, my problems are nothing compared to others. And it has a tendency to make you feel guilty for recognizing your own challenges. And yes, we have to be able to recognize, and that's part of what reaching out to others does. Optimizing connections is many times when we look at the limitations other people are facing, they help us put ours into perspective. But when we're in multiple bombarding with limitations, when we are in the middle of chaos, then is the time to focus on healing. And your dream has to be to heal, to regain some control, to find the peace before you can start functioning at higher levels and pursue those bigger dreams. I, I don't know how to convey this to you because when you're in the middle of the chaos, you, it's hard to hear what other people are saying. But just recognize you're normal. You're not flawed. You're not broken. You are a normal human being who is experiencing a tough time. And that tough time may be lucky if it's only two months. For some, it may be years. But during those times, you focus and you dream of healing. And you optimize your connections to find people who can help you heal, to find techniques that can help you put things into perspective, to find a way to get through it. For all of you who are in the middle of chaos, I hope this helps. I hope it gives you hope. I hope it gives you permission to let go of what you think you have to be doing to focus on more basic needs, surviving. This is Larry Stevenson, and what are you going to do this week to let your dreams work? To reach the unreachable star.